This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Blockbuster mentality. Blockbuster mentality. Blockbuster mentality. And we're going to the movies. Ben, just a couple episodes. We had our big confession episode. We said the top five movies we should have seen. We really bore our souls, confessed to the ones we lied to each other about. <sighs> and uh, this one was, I don't know if this one made your list, but maybe a short list. Yeah, if you listen to the shows, yeah, you <laughs> yeah, would know I, that this did make my list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I should, I should pay more attention. Yeah, maybe. Talking. Yeah. But yeah, you, you edit them. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was you know, I don't remember past yesterday. So. Yeah, I know, I know. We are doing. So not only do we confess, and not, and that's a good thing. But we go a step farther by remedying that problem by going and see yes. the movie. We're fixing our mistakes. <laughs> yeah, we are. You know, and in this case, seeing uh, 1986 Stand by Me, directed by Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner film. Interesting film here now. Another one that could have possibly made my list, and I don't know if you are, because I've, I've now, as I like to do, is grab the IMDb of the director. Uh, this is Spinal Tap, was his first feature film. I've never seen that movie. That was his first one. Yeah. Um, I I want to say I've seen it. I, I mean, want, I know I've seen lots of it. I, I want to say I saw it, too, but I didn't. <laughs> I would really love to say I saw that. <laughs> uh, the Sure Thing. I don't know if that one was well regarded. Yeah. Uh, then followed by Stand By Me 86, Princess Bride, of course, When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Uh, Misery, Yes, Few Good Men. North, I don't even know what that is. He has such a uh, wide range of films. <laughs> yeah, Mis- really does. Misery, When Harry Met Sally, P- Princess Bride. Yeah, the the salary. And then, I mean, just thinking about <laughs> Spinal Tap. I was hoping versus... he didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody caught it. Uh, well, but... now they did. But anyways. <laughs> well, they, mis- yeah, Spinal Tap, Stand By Me, Misery here. I got Romantic Comedy, Few Good Men, uh, American President. I never saw that. He was an actor. In All in the Family, Meathead, which I, I never saw. I watched. Uh, I watched as a kid on yeah. Nick at Night. I don't remember much of it. But <laughs> those were the days. <laughs> I've never seen an episode of that. show. Really? Yeah. How do you know it was Meathead? Uh, just because of hearing people like you say that. <laughs> no, just really, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, then the story of us. I think I might have skipped over one. Ghost of Mississippi. I think I saw that in school. Uh, Alex and Emma. Rumor wow. has it the bucket list, which was kind of not that great, <laughs> flipped the magic of Belle Isle. That doesn't sound man. Good. He's he's done a lot. I don't even care anymore. Last no. thing was shocking, shocking awe in 2017. So he really hasn't had a good movie in quite a while. When, when was the first time you saw Stand by Me? Did we mention we're doing Stand by Me? We are doing it. I don't <laughs> think we've mentioned it, uh, but hopefully, if they've downloaded the show and they're listening to it they have right. some idea yeah. that we're doing it but i think i actually saw this one as a kid really yeah this is a rated r movie a stephen king uh novella right uh, adapted it's not a not for kids no definitely not for kids but it's about kids yeah i think i saw this one as a kid i've probably seen this one i don't know four or five times okay yeah yeah first time for me obviously and you know how much of a fan I am of coming-of-age tales, yeah. and this is what this is. So I figured this one would be right up your alley. But on the other hand, 
I feel a little bit of pressure, worry, maybe. We, as we do, as everybody knows who listens, we don't talk about, we, we, you know, we pick a movie, we see it, but we do not discuss it until we are here <laughs> recording. So I don't know what you're going to think. This was my pick saying, you need to see it. You're going to love it. And I'm not quite sure, you know, there's always that little bit of anxiety. Did he really like it as much as I did? And I've seen this movie a lot since, as a, again, I saw it. I think as a kid, maybe too, maybe too young to see this movie. Yeah, and it stuck with me, and I have you know that impression that's burned into my mind that it's an amazing film. However, you know, for for a first viewing, you may not feel that same way. So I'm not asking you to to answer that now, but you know that is that little bit of anxiety. No, I mean I've felt that with movies I've suggested, <laughs> so I, yeah. I totally understand where you're coming from, and it's. Uh, you know, the, I can totally see you know watching this in a, through a different eyes uh, as an adult versus when you first saw it as a kid, and yeah. you know uh, and that kind of, that might be my you know I, I don't want to say fault, but you know how I feel towards ET, you know how beloved it was for for my childhood and everything, and just how it continued to grow through my adulthood, yeah. sharing it with my kids and everything. Um, so I don't know if that's uh, a factor in enjoying these movies when you are adults. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're going to get into the movie and you're going to get my thoughts. I want to keep you in suspense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know me, I'm, I'm a sucker for coming of age tales. Yeah. And this movie, I mean, it's, 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 and I, I like the setting of the movie too. I mean, I like I like coming of age tales that are set kind of in the fifties. You know, yeah. this 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 era. You know, because you 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 get these kids who are you know they don't have the technology we have today. They to pass the time, they just have to hang out with each other in a treehouse. Yeah, it's kind of stripped know. down. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. There's just the characters mm-hmm. in themselves. There's yeah. not like the worldly distractions that are going on now. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's and and that's that's what I love about and that's uh, the, even for modern day you know coming of age tales. I mean, they they tend to do that. They they don't totally show the reality of what it is today with with smartphones and you know just the the distraction of of that and and tv and everything like that but uh but yeah i i I appreciate this because yeah it's all about the characters and it's all about what they do to pass the time Um, (laughs) yeah there's definitely deep elements to this film um i mean each each character has their own their own demons their own flaws their and you you grow to understand why they're they're drawn to each other yeah absolutely um let's uh let's run down the cast here we got will wheaton as gordy who uh as i mentioned uh is wesley crusher Kind of liked Will Wheaton. From Star Trek. From Star Trek, The Next Generation, which I like. River <laughs> Phoenix as Chris, uh, who's now deceased, died of a drug overdose in 1993 or four. Brother, right. of course, of Joaquin. Yep. Really just a waste of a talent. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, You I mean, can see that talent in this film. What what other movies have you seen of his? Uh, well, Indiana Jones. Um, have you seen My Own Private Idaho? I have not. I haven't either. Um, uh, he was in. I'm trying to think of what else he's been in, but yeah, I, I want to say uh, Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. Before you know, before watching this, has been the only movie I've actually seen him in. I'm trying to think what else he's what, what else he's been in. Oh, have you ever seen Sneakers? 1992. He kind of plays a minor role in that. Pretty very good in that. Other than that, I can't say I know all that much. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, he was he was young and and then when young when he died, yeah. so I mean, he wasn't in that much. You ever see Mosquito Coast with 
Harrison Ford? I haven't. I haven't either, but I want to. I I need to discover more of those Harrison Ford movies, mm-hmm. you know, like Witness, uh, Mosquito Coast. Yeah. You, you've seen Witness? Witness and yeah. Frantic is good. Yeah, Frantic. Yeah, that's a um, film. Uh, I know there's a couple others of Harrison Ford. You like, cause Presumed I mean, Innocence, another good one. Yeah, I never saw that one. Yeah, yeah so I mean, there's Harrison Ford movies that, because I've always focused on Indiana Jones yeah, and, yeah. And, and Star Wars. He's I mean, good. And then yeah. I've seen him, obviously, in Sabrina? The, yeah, I've seen parts of that. I mean, but that's not great. But. Yeah, in in obviously the um, Jack Ryan movies, I've seen him oh, in that. Um, yeah, yeah, I love those. Uh, Air Force One, Clear and Present Danger. Um, so yeah, but anyways, uh, tangent. Um, but that's funny that he was in Mosquito Coast uh, with him, and, and then he played the young Harrison Ford in in Last Crusade. Yeah, but, um, just sad that you know that kind of went that way. And then yeah. Corey Feldman who. He kind of had his issues, and he blames it on uh, abuse right, on yeah, set. Yeah, which actually, at one point, I was watching this movie, thinking, "God, did that happen on this movie?" Right. And yeah. Is this why River Phoenix became a drug addict? I don't, I don't know if he was an addict per se, but he, yeah, he, but you know, you don't know what happens to these yeah, kids. And you know? nowadays, it's yeah hard not to think of that. Like, yeah. What's yeah? What actually happened? Um, you know, with with these with these folks, yeah, because I mean, Corey Feldman, I mean, he's starting to speak out about you know the abuse he he went yeah. through and everything. So, and it's what was it Corey Corey Haim? Corey Haim, yeah. He was that suicide or overdose or I don't know. Uh, I I want to. I mean, it was overdose, but I, I think it was uh, intentional. Like yeah, yeah. So so suicide. Uh, don't quote me on that, but um, yeah. but we yeah. also we also get Jerry O'Connell. Uh, an old, uh, an old Devin Ben, but obviously younger Kiefer Sutherland and uh, Richard Dreyfus, who plays an older Gordy, older Gordy. But also we get, which I wasn't even, I didn't even, I must not have looked at the IMDb deep enough in this. We also get a young John Cusack, yeah, 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 which was older a, brother a, of Gordy, a nice, yeah. a nice surprise, definitely. And uh, he plays a very likable character from the little bit we see of him. I think the cast here is great. Yeah, great cast, absolutely. Great performances um, all around. Now each each of these kids has an issue. I mean, you got you got Will Wheaton who had this brother who was, um, you know, a football star and. You know, was supposed to be do great things. Tragically died in a car accident, right. and now this little brother is kind of living in his shadow, and his parents are kind of re- resentful of him in a way. You got Corey Feldman, whose dad apparently was in World War Two, said he was stormed Normandy Beach, but he's abusive, and you know that's why his ears all messed up because he got. Um, you know, put on the stove. Bad so there. I mean, these these characters have been through a lot. River Phoenix. He's got an older brother who's a deadbeat. His dad, obviously, yeah. you know, he says, you know, either way, my dad's going to beat me. So let's go on this journey. Um, but he's got J- a bad name. Yeah, but Jerry O'Connell's character. I I, I don't know if I missed it. What, what do you, was there something I, he went through? No, or? I think he's the one that he's more like the innocent yeah. idiot. Okay, happy go lucky idiot. Yeah. Like I don't think he, I don't think he's capable of even. He's just more simple. Yeah, you know. Obviously, I think he has a deadbeat brother or whatever. Yeah, too, but I don't but think he's going. He doesn't seem to be concerned about that. He's right. just sort of the. He's like the the last kid, you know, part of the gang. But they like him because he's he's a nice kid. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't bother right. anybody. Yeah. So I don't think he has any trauma that he's dealing with. Okay, no good question there. I just wanted to make sure I, I, so. I didn't miss anything uh, with that. 
because uh, yeah, I mean, we get their their camaraderie right away when they're in that tree house, and you know, you get kind of the it's funny the, right? the hierarchy uh, in, yeah. in a sense in in that group. You know, obviously I think Chris River- is a year older than all of them, and that's River Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, he kind of is bigger. yeah, and he's like kind of the leader of that yeah. group. Like he says what's what's happening and everything. They're like cigarettes rolled up in the shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, this uh, I couldn't help but thinking about uh, uh, Family Guy did an episode about they did like three different Stephen King movies and uh-huh. one of them was Stand By Me, uh-huh. Shawshank Redemption, and then I forget what the other one was, but I don't know that it just reminded me of that. So, anyways, um, so one th- I'll just say from the outset, well, I think what I really love about this film is the back and forth between. Humor, genuine laughs, and I think pain and tragedy. Yeah, pain and tragedy. Like yeah. both of them going back and forth because it's they're kids, right? They they find silly things to laugh about. They have their like little routines about you know like give me some skin and like the little games and their little like songs that they have. But then they're also dealing with they're just twelve year olds dealing with this massive pressure of the world coming down on them. I find it. I find this a very moving film. Even, I don't know, maybe it's just because I've watched it so many times. Even from the opening scene, which we get Richard Dreyfus sitting in like a Land Rover in a sort of a, just in a, I don't know, just a street right. off in the middle of nowhere. He's reading a newspaper headline that says, Attorney Chris Chambers killed uh, in a stabbing or something, stabbed to death. Which and, I didn't click until the very end. Right. <laughs> and you get the, the actual slow different version of stand by me playing yeah. in the background i almost find just the opening scene a bit emotional and i get i find myself getting choked up throughout this film as it goes along it's just a little like i yeah. feel i feel almost helpless like for these characters yeah the little moments you get with them i mean again yeah just because of what they're going through they in their in their lives i mean especially the will wheaton character i mean yeah. it's just you know he, he's it's, you get that first glimpse, like he's asking his mom, hey, where's the canteen? His mom's not answering. He asks again, his mom's not answering. And then his dad finally says, it's in uh, Denny's room. Yeah. And because uh, the mom didn't want to say that because they're so pained over their prized son's death, which, I mean, yeah. you know, you're going to be pained over that. But yeah, I mean, and it's. No uh, one's worried about how the other remaining right. son feels. Yeah. Yeah. And what his difficulties are. And that's yeah, just so sad. Uh, See, so yeah, I mean, you get that those those deep uh, elements in this movie, and I just love those flashbacks with uh, with John Cusack. Yeah. You know, just you know, those are great. when he gives him the 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 Yankee hat, and then when they're at the dinner table, and and you know, the dad's like talking about his football thing, and John Cusack's even like like, oh, did you hear about his you know. Uh, his story. What's what's Will Wheaton's character's name? I'm sorry. I'm Gordy. Gordy. Uh, your Gordy's story, and and you know they're they're like they're they don't care about that. They're they're all focused on him. It reminds me of other movies too, like where the the big brother is the one that's you know getting the attention. Yeah, uh, kind kind of like ET in a way. I yeah. mean, you got you got Michael and Elliot. You know, Michael's yeah, obviously I can see that, yeah. you know the 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 older brother who's ex- he's on the football team and everything like that. And, and I'm sure you've Elliot's done that. A loner, you know, you've done that in your life, right? Right. Yeah, where you defer attention to someone else because mm-hmm. you know that they they deserve or they need it at least at that moment, you know. 
they're they're a person too. They're, right. They've been ignored. Yeah. And that's what I think. What Chris says to Gordy later on in the movie is, "You're." He's like, "My dad hates me." He's like, "Your dad doesn't even know you." Right. Yeah. And that's. I mean, you're a twelve year old kid. Your dad does, literally doesn't know you. I mean, even that. I guess it's a sort of a better answer, but yeah. it's not a great answer. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> and that's. Uh, that's not on you for your dad to know you. No. Your, your dad should be making that effort to get yeah. to know you and to you know, yeah, put, yeah, yeah, put that effort through. Um, so what moves the story along is that uh, Jerry O'Connell gets news from his older brother. This is kind of this is funny too because he's he's under the crawl space of his house. He had a jar full of pennies that he buried under the, the crawl space of his house. He made a treasure map for himself so he could remember to find it later. And I guess his mom threw the piece of paper out. So the kid, the poor kid, doesn't remember where he buried it. He's, there's like, uh, how many holes did he dig yeah, up? A hundred? So, yeah, so find. many holes. Dude, you can't remember where you put it. Like, <laughs> It's under the third post by the whatever. Or right, just yeah. right here. Like, you should remember. And even so, what would a treasure map do? Like, how would you be able to like direct yourself yeah, and, to where it's given what yeah. we know do you even do we believe that it would be accurate so right away yeah you get that like silliness kind of of this movie and yeah. then you get the two older when he's under he over yeah, yeah the the two older kids you know saying like they don't want to tell this other guy like no so let me ask you this what i mean this is my first viewing so what what did stealing the car have to do with this guy's death? Did they it's did a, they kill him? No, they didn't. He just he's a kid that went missing. Okay, they knew they 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 stole the car, and that's right. how they either found the body or knew about it, and then came back. Okay, so they just found a body. They didn't want to tell anyone because the cops would wonder how the heck did you get all the way over here to know where it was and okay could and they didn't want to say they, they stole the since car they stole the car yeah okay and then Why that, that's when they came up with the idea that we're gonna go fishing down there and then right. we're gonna find the body and get credit for it yeah because okay. they have to have some more plausible reason why i guess back then you don't just go two three towns over without yeah. a good reason okay okay yeah because i was wondering about that i was like why do they keep bringing up the stolen car? Like, what what difference does that make? So, yeah, they're okay. afraid that they're. I mean, they're also teenagers. They right, yeah. Connect the fact that you're only how how did you get there? Right. Did yeah. someone drive you? Right. Did you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. If not, then did a parent drive you <laughs> or somebody else? So yeah, I mean, so right away you get the MacGuffin of the the dead body. You know, that's that's what's driving this plot forward. That's what's driving. It's a bit you know, of initial darkness. Yeah, initial darkness, and yeah, because uh, Jerry O'Connell comes up there, you know, trying to get their attention, and then finally he says, "You want to see a dead body?" And they're and they're all <laughs> like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a a, a cool mo. Jerry O'Connell is great in this movie. Yeah. he's so funny and. And uh, you, just lovable, yeah, lovable, exactly. Um, and uh, they're gonna be heroes if so they want to find it, and then that's what they think will be the because we'll, there's been this long search for this kid, Ray, something. And if we find him, then you know, we'll be on the news as the ones who was able to find right. it, right? Yep, and now. I mean, obviously, yeah. Will Will is uh, aspiring to be a, a writer and everything, and you know they're going through town and and um, you know they run into Kiefer Sutherland. What are you? What are your thoughts are of Kiefer Sutherland in this movie? <laughs> 
I find him a little bit scary. Do you think he was a little over the top? Or no, I mean, not for 1986. I no. think I think he fit. Yeah. Uh, I think he did a good job. Um, He's like because he wasn't you know totally just sadistic and yeah. and everything like that. Like he he gave the kid an opportunity to say to take it back. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't totally like you I, know. I put myself in my mind. I'm I'm a 12 year old when I'm watching this movie. So when a 16, right. 17, 18 year old is messing with me, that makes me scared. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought it was well done. Good. The, the gang, I guess it's a little bit exaggerated. I mean, they're like carving the, was it cobras yeah. into cobras, the arm and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> and then yeah. they do the, uh, the knocking over the mailboxes with the baseball bat. <laughs> right. It's got a little bit crazy. And, they, and then they kind of drag out the, the point of those guys trying to keep it a secret and then like keep it for Southern. Sutherland's like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. They're like, oh, nothing. And right. like, they, they kind of drag that <laughs> yeah. out. And it's just like, <laughs> he's going to find out. I know this. You yeah. Know? Uh, no, I agree with you on that. And, um, you know, right away they establish they have a gun. You know, River Phoenix steals it from his dad or whatever. What are you doing? Yeah. What? What? Are you, what, what? Yeah, exactly. What are you? What are you doing? Um, and yeah, like it's a forty-five, and Gordy's like, I know. Yeah. Has he ever seen a gun in his right. life? <laughs> you know, like what? Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm just thinking about what I think about Dave. Uh, what, what, what do you think of Corey Feldman when he's standing in front of the train? You know, he's like, I'm, I'm going to dodge it. I'm going to dodge it. Is that just him? I mean, because obviously the, the the other characters are worried about it. I yeah. remember River Phoenix finally goes and I, I think and, there's a bit of him that might not dodge it. Yeah, and might just. Take the train. Take the train. Yeah, I mean, because if you live with a dad that you know, well, the dad's gone now. He's in an insane asylum. Yeah, and well, he want he idolize, but yet he still idolizes his father. What, what do you think? He this, dresses in fatigues, and obviously we're not psychologists, but what do you think the psychology with that is? Yes, you're always going to look up to your dad. I mean, like even how messed up they've treated you. Like not to get too deep, but no. I mean, let's <laughs> you know? go there. I mean, what? If that had happened to you, well, we don't know what the story with his. Oh, and his mom is still around. Yeah, but it's your dad, right? You're you're still at that age where you haven't completely rejected him, and maybe if he, right. even if he abused you, you're like maybe I deserved it, or yeah. maybe I did something to cause him to do that. You know, so your dad is still kind of God, maybe at that age. Yeah, kind of like a you know a spouse who is beaten. Yeah. You know, they're like, you know, oh no, they're, they're you know, I, I, I did something wrong. You right. know, I, you know, yeah, I mean, I guess that's, you know, saying uh, psychology can be brought to, you know, fruition with that, you know, is just, yeah, it was my fault, you know. I you know? did it, yeah, I yeah. made him mad. Yeah. I, I knew I shouldn't have said what I said. That that Cause, made him mad. Because he took so much offense when that junkyard guy was saying how he was <laughs> oh, in the loony bin. I thought and, that scene was brutal. Yeah. Totally brutal. Yeah. That crushed him, and that one crushed me, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, you think about maybe comparing to, to Chris, the River Phoenix character, where he's like, my name is shit, right? My, my, my family is crap, therefore I'm crap. Maybe the Corey Feldman characters go on the opposite, where... No, I'm going to stick up for my old man. I'm not going right. to let you talk bad about him. That's my family. And I he stormed the beaches of Normandy. Yeah, he's a little loony or whatever, but he's a hero. Right. And I want to 
I want to be a hero. Yeah, too. it's al- it's almost like he understands his dad doing that. Yeah, like, it, like I know you went through a lot. Like so, you're you're you know taking this out on me. You know, he's even still as my a young father. kid. Yeah, he's still my father. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You don't have a right to talk to him about that. You talk about him in that way. And but even though, you know, he's putting up a strong defense, it hurts really bad. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's a front. I think is right. really what it is. And it's uh, interesting how you bring about, you know, this is my name. You got River Phoenix character who's, you know, this is a small town. So, like, his brother, his dad, like, they have this reputation. So, like, no matter what, like, I'm going to be now this bad guy to people. You know, when he's explaining. I'm the Chambers kid. Yeah, when he's explaining to Will Wheaton about how he stole the money, but he was going to give it back. And, you know, someone... Gave, he gave it to the teacher, yeah. and then the teacher went and bought a dress. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Okay, so I, I totally sold him out. misunderstood that. Yeah, okay, okay. so she went and bought a dress. but Took the money, bought a dress, and then, and then sold him out for doing it. Because he, he, he admitted it, so yeah. she just used the confession to get him suspended yeah. from school. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, it, it sucks when reputation of your other family family members affects you, you yeah. know? It's, Did you have uh, uh, it happen to you in school where you, older siblings come through and they're like, oh, you're the brother or sister uh, of them, and, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was more so the opposite because my brother and sister were goody two-shoes and I was kind of the bad seed, so mm. it was kind of like they were well, like... Well, that's good, though. <laughs> so you probably got a little little extra credit in the bank there. A little bit, behave. but they, they were... It was like the, a surprise factor, you know, for oh, them. you're that, a real that, piece of shit. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, this doesn't make sense. Your sister excelled in this class and you're in detention today? What's going on? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and actually, I was in detention one day and uh, it was a cl- in a class with uh, a teacher my sister had, and she had to pick me up that day. Uh-huh. So she picked me up from detention, and like the, the teacher was like, "Oh, hey!" And then like she even like specifically said, "Yeah, he's the bad seed." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm there. You go. So you can. I'm a piece here. of shit. Yes. <laughs> Good job. So I mean, basically, what happens here is they're. They go off on a foot journey to find this body down. They, they surmise that, based on where they can tell where the body is, that if they follow these train tracks out over town, they'll get to it. And they say it's like 30, 20, 30 miles. Yeah. Which, uh, I've never hiked that far. No. <laughs> as, a, as a 12-year-old, I mean, you're out there. I mean, you're going. They got a sleeping bag. Of course, they forget to get food. And then they have to go <laughs> yeah. scrounge up pennies. <laughs> it's great. Uh, well, it's crazy that like two dollars and like thirty five you know, cents can get you sandwiches you and cokes and. It, but you get a little bit of that small town claustrophobia where Gordy goes into that general store and the the guy behind the counter knows his brother and starts asking him about him. You know, it's really rough. Yeah, it's that small town thing. Yeah, he can't escape. Yeah, it. and that's kind of how River Phoenix character is too. Like he has that bad reputation. Everyone knows it. And yeah, the, the yeah, Will Wheaton's character can't ex- uh, escape it either, um, which is uh, yeah, just because uh, he he gets it from his parents too, you know, and now he's getting it from people in the town. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely rough for him. So Rob Reiner, as you mentioned earlier, the Corey Feldman standing in front of the train. We get train threat one, and then we get train threat two. Right. The bridge. Yeah. They're. The tracks go over this, I don't want to call it like a gully or right. a, a ravine. It's a good, like, I don't know, maybe quarter mile. Yeah. And you, 
You got Jerry O'Connell crawling. Oh, that, that that's me. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm terrified of heights. Oh man, like, I would be. And those, especially because there's like huge yeah, gaps. I know. In between the wood, the planks. beam might be like six inches, but there's a good like you know foot between each right, beam. Yeah, that's that's crazy. He's gonna fall through. He loses his comb. Yeah, and then. Because <laughs> <yeah>, this, <laughs> this comb, comb, you know, for on the news, so we brought, gotta, <laughs> we he didn't bring any food. He brought the comb. Are we gonna want to redo right. our hair? It's funny. And before they get, before they cross over, uh, Gordy checks the, puts his hand on the rail, check, check for vibration. Right. Makes I, sense. I don't know. This one, my heart kind of races in this scene, yeah, and then definitely. the train starts coming. It, it, yeah, it, it definitely builds suspense. And uh, I, I, I knew they were going to get out of it, but yeah, it's, you know it's, they're not going to die. But yeah, you know, it still builds tension. suspense. Yeah, Jerry tension. O'Connell's face, the crying, yeah. the yell, screaming, like yep. that. I mean, great child acting there. No, absolutely. Yeah, he's like flushed and like <laughs> crying for his life as he's running. Yeah, and then they sort of jump off, and then. Uh, the train, train goes by, and then I forget what somebody makes a joke as they're. Yeah, I forget, I forget why. Exactly it, what I think it was Corey was. Feldman yeah. that said it, but yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. It's real bonding here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, because that, that's what this is all about. Yeah. The, the dead body is the MacGuffin. Right. The story it's is the about the friendship and the, the friendship building and the journey they're mm-hmm. they're getting to there, how they overcome this feat. Yeah. And, you know, not to jump to, to the end, which well, I'm going cool. to, let's but R- Richard Richard Dreyfus, you know, at the end is is writing the story and says, like, you know, the, the, the friends I had when I was 12, like, I don't think anyone has that friendship yeah. again in their life. Um and I, mean, I can see true, that yeah because yeah. um, I mean I, I have yeah I mean I had strong friendships when I was that age and and you know I I don't maybe on Facebook I'm friends with them or something or you know yeah. things like that but yeah I mean you you don't have that same bond when you're no. an adult you know at, at that age well I mean you can but yeah at that age you've got the world is so far ahead of you you your world is so small right so that someone that you're sharing your world with is pretty intimate. I mean, they you tell them all your thoughts. And the one where they're around the campfire, it's hilarious. I, I forget all the stuff they're saying about... Yeah. Uh, Pez is my favorite food. <laughs> Last food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is Goofy? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. What is Goofy? (laughs) Pluto's a dog, but those are the kinds of things you think about. Yeah, and you can talk about that stuff for hours. It's hilarious. It's funny. I actually, I don't know about you, but did you? I'm just gonna ask you this, and then I'll explain why I thought it. Goodwill Hunting. Did you think of this at all during this movie? Yeah, a little bit, especially when. Uh, River Phoenix and Gordy are talking. Will Wheaton's character, yeah, are talking. They're walking down the street. He says, "Like you know, you're you're." He obviously knows he's he's meant for something else. He's like, "If you're still, <laughs> maybe I should be your father, <laughs> yeah, or something like that." But yeah, he basically says, "Like if you're still, you know, with us and don't exceed, like right. I'm, I'm going to kill you." And that yeah. that totally reminded me of Ben Affleck's talking to. Uh, Matt Damon in, in Goodwill Hunting, yep. you know, saying like, I thought the same thing. If you, if you, have, you know, if you, you come back talent. here, yeah, like, yeah. If, if you come, I'm, I'm gonna kill you if you're here. So, <laughs> you know, like, you don't belong here. Right. He's like, yeah. He's like, what are you, my dad? And he's right. like, yeah. Well, maybe I should be. Maybe I'd make sure that you're gonna, you know, in a sense, go yeah. be the person that you and need that's, to be. Sometimes that's the friends you need, you yeah. know, that to, to tell you that, like, 
maybe that means we we won't be together as much. Maybe that means we won't be friends anymore. But yeah. I care about you that much that I'm going to you know, hold you accountable for what you're going to do with your life. Yeah. You know, there's many times I've had to, you know, tell Ben, you know, I need to be your dad. And <laughs> get yourself, you know, get yeah. where you need to be. Yeah, I know. So. Here I am. He still I'm hasn't killed me, but you know. no, I know. Yeah. No, I think that's <laughs> when there's a math problem on like a chalkboard, like I, I solve it, you know, and it's just a, do it. Yeah. It's three divided by four. Like, <laughs> Something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so yeah, I mean that campfire, like we were saying with the, you know, yep. the goofy stuff and everything. Oh, how about the little funny moment where, sorry, just real quick, where there each one of them takes, cha- takes turns standing guard and then Jerry McConnell with the gun, <laughs> like, every little noise. <laughs> I laughed a lot in this. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. It's yeah. got a lot of laughs and then you get that, but then you get that intimate moment yeah, with, uh, deep, yeah. you know, the, the. River Phoenix is taking guard, and then Will Wheaton wakes up and goes and takes guard with him, and they start talking. And you know, River Phoenix tells him the story about what we already talked about about the exactly. you know, teacher taking taking the money to to get a dress. Like you know, I'm stuck. Like my name is tarnished. My my last name is tarnished. I can't get out. And he's like, I guess that makes me a real pussy, right? You yeah. know, and it's a great act, great young acting from from River Phoenix there. What do you think about being 12? I, I found it to be a tough age. Definitely. Uh, sixth, seventh grade. Uh, six, yeah, sixth grade was really tough for me. Yeah, I had, um, I had a hard transition from yeah. elementary school to yeah. whatever the heck I was thrown it, into. Yeah, like <laughs> the, the school I was at, like, I don't know if it was just a bunch of goody two-shoes, but when I got to middle school, like, yeah. when I was hearing F-bombs and like, uh, yeah. and, like, sexual references, like, it was like... <laughs> mom <laughs> you know like i was just like yeah i don't know what it was about my elementary school but anyways but yeah it, w- it was tough for me too yeah i mean it was especially because my yeah my close friends that i was friends with in elementary weren't in my class anymore yeah, you start and, meeting yeah. all these other kids yeah. what is this what's happening right your body is changing <laughs> you know i mean yeah. it's it's rough getting a little hairier you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean you start you know you're you become you're developing physically obviously but your brain i mean you start yeah. noticing more things in the world and it's hard i wish i did notice more things in the world at that point yeah um for uh, you know for me personally yeah <laughs> i just i was just stuck in my head and just wanting to fit in and just not <laughs> not knowing, you know. I had, I had a hard time fitting in. Yeah. I was, I don't know. Yeah, I was, I became very withdrawn in those couple of years. Seventh, yeah. Sixth, seventh grade. I really didn't find myself back until, God, I don't even know, in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think elementary to middle school was the toughest. And then middle school till high school was a little nerve-wracking, but it wasn't, it wasn't as bad. So bad yeah, no. yeah. Uh, um so yeah i mean you you can definitely you know as you know i would it would be interesting to hear you know a woman's perspective on this because i mean this is you know four boys right. you know going through this so like like what you know what did they do they feel the same thing like uh, is the only female character the mom i think so yeah yeah what is it about this movie dave what really attracts you to this movie for me, 
I know. I'm putting you on the spot here. I just, I, I mean, because I, 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 I can see good elements. I, I, for, so first of all, I'll say, the, the, you know, there was a lot of corniness in this movie for me. Like when they're giving their camaraderie to each other. Like when they're, yeah, man. Like uh, there, there was yeah, a little too much corny for me. Okay. So for um, some reason, that didn't bother me as much yeah. as you. I think what, what gets me in this movie, now that I've had a second to think about it, is the sense of loss. In the film that I think starts from second one till the last second, that like kind of sits all over the all over the movie is it is a sense of loss. It's 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 Gordy looking back on his life and thinking about look, I just lost this great kid, Chris, who he ends up he turned his life around. He got out of the right, got people. out of town, became an attorney. That but that you can't necessarily escape your nature. It's that. We are kind of are who we are, and we could, but we could lift ourselves up. But you know, life tragedy like comes falls back down right, on us. Yeah. You know, it's. I think it's a almost a, a bit of a depressing film. Like no, definitely. I, and I think what you say is corny is like. I that, mean, no, and, and I and I get it. But I guess what I like is as those two kind of fight each other, like the silliness, the happy-go-lucky corniness, against trying to like fight against. The world, which is so like brutal and sad, and there's death. I mean, this, it's it's a it's a bit of a haunting film, and then we get like a little bit of corniness. And I think I actually like the fact that it does that. The yeah. fact that they he grabs his friend and you know hugs him a little bit, and they do these silly little like things and these little give songs. Me some skin. Yeah, give me yeah. some skin. And, <laughs> yeah. Come on, man! Like, give me some skin. Like that one where Corey Feldman's doing this thing on the train, and he's like, "I need you to." say we're okay like this is the most important thing in the world to me right now is like being your friend and that we're cool like that despite everything that's else that's going on in the world we have each other right yeah no i yeah i I respect that answer uh yeah i mean it totally makes sense um now when when they find uh the dead body it it almost almost does, it almost seems to not really matter at this point. No, because again, it was about the journey. It was about Definitely. them learning about themselves, having those deep conversations with each other. Um, yeah, and then uh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland and his gang show yeah. up. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, they sh- they show up, and you know, he pulls a knife on them, and then you know, that's when Will Wheaton comes with the gun. I mean, wh- I think it was about growing up. And it wasn't about, like you said, it wasn't about the body. Yeah. And realizing that what we did wasn't, this is, you said it, as you feel as the audience, this is, becomes in, insignificant. The characters are feeling the exact same thing. They realize that the journey and this coming of age and this bonding and sort of figuring out our place in the world was the whole point. Yeah. And we don't want to be known for this. We want to be known for something else. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. Because Will Wheaton had that, you know, one person in his life before that understood him and actually cared about him, and that was his brother. He loses his brother. Yeah. So now he has to find another, you know... Um, a new family, in yeah, a sense. Yeah, a new family, yeah. And it's interesting, too, how when, you know, Richard Dreyfuss is, is narrating and saying, like, like I hadn't seen the river phoenix character in 10 years 
that doesn't take away the effect of losing that person. No, you know, I not mean, at all. you can you can go many years without seeing someone, but because that happened at such a young age, those formative years, like it, it, um, it matters. You yeah. know, it's uh, we go back to the very beginning scene where he's looking at that newspaper headline. I think he's devastated. Yeah, definitely. We don't I mean, quite it's... see it drawn out. He's just looking at it. That you know? was such an important time in his life, yeah. you know, when they be, went on that journey. And uh, but I, I do think the the dead body represents something. So I want to I I want to pick your brain on that a little. Is it? Um, it well, th- I think there's heavy reference between at least for Gordy, the dead body and his dead brother. Right. Yeah. So this finally has to confronting be, it. Yeah, and, confronting it. Some getting some kind of closure. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that yeah. I can think of. And then th- them deciding that we're just going to do an anon- anonymous call because this isn't about the glory. I mean, this person is dead. We're going to respect that. Like, this isn't about that. Yeah. And of course, too, is that the, the dead body is a kid their age. It's them mm-hmm. in a sense. They're confronting, and they're, maybe they're, they're also confronting their own mortality. Yeah. You know, the stuff that they went through, the train, uh, the older kids, the the howling wolves at night. Well, and that... The parents. Plus, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the things they're going through... Everything. Before this journey. Yeah, their parents. Yeah. Their, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, this kid freaking got his ear burned by his dad on the stove. Like, how messed up is that? And then this other kid yeah. lost his brother and now his parents resent him. Yeah, I think that dead body know? represents somewhat of their own mortality and their own confronting everything, all the pain that they have in their lives. Definitely. And Definitely. and they realize, yeah, finding it and we're not going to be heroes, that won't solve anything. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, we we get the glory for finding this kid. Like, what what's that going to do for us? You know, give us a few minutes of yep. uh, fame on, on, on the news and everything. But, like, that's not what this is about, no. you know? Have respect. Because this could have been us. And, you know. Yeah. We're going to keep this to ourselves. This yeah. is our thing. And uh, I love how at the end, you know, it's... Because uh, you know, they had mentioned earlier, Gordy asks... Uh, River Phoenix, you know, am I a weirdo? He says, "Yeah, you're a weirdo, but you know, <laughs> so what? Yeah, but I, and I love how they call that back at the end when uh, Richard Dreyfus's kid is he like saying, "Dad, are we going?" And then like he's like, "Yeah, my dad's a weirdo when he writes." And it's just kind of a callback to like, yeah, yeah. "Yeah, I'm a weirdo," you know. I I write, you know, this is what I do, and it and. Also, I love, you know, not to totally drag this out, is that he's a writer and, you know, this death, you know, pain and and emotion inspires art. He's using this to create art in the form of writing. Yeah, um, definitely. He know, took for that. For this article, you know, it's. Uh, yes, exactly. He, yeah. He took a, a bad thing, a tragic thing and turned it into something, created something new. And that's kind of how we all deal with stuff I right guess. yeah I, maybe it's maybe it's just me but i find this 
to be an incredibly moving film. No, absolutely. I mean, I'm not I'm not denying that at all. <laughs> um, and again, the length of the movie was great. Perfect. Uh, hour and a half? Yeah. You know how I half, feel? Yeah. Any movie that's 90 minutes gets maybe again, like an extra star for me. <laughs> when it ended, I was just like, wow, that's it? Because when, Thank you know, you. Kiefer Sutherland came and like with the knife, I was like, oh God, what's going to happen? Yeah. And then when he, even when he left, I was like, oh, he's going to come back later. Right. And then, no, that's, this is actually when the film ends, <laughs> you know, that they found the dead body. Body. Sort of said everything we need to say here. We regroup. There's a nice, nice bit of goodbyes before it's just before the new school year is starting. It's nice. They all yeah. kind of, I don't know, they shake hands or whatever they yeah. do. I mean, they, yeah, they, yeah, they say their goodbyes. He, Richard Dreyfus, kind of, you, you get Sandlot vibes too. Yes, like, yes. Um, so you can see where other movies got in, inspiration from. You know, you the, this person went out and did this. This person went out and did this, and then that's when they explain how River Phoenix. Yeah, because Sandlot did kind of. Yeah, because <laughs> the guy was a. He was a. He became an announcer, right? Yeah, Where is he this became one? an He's announcer. One, yeah. one, one guy. Uh, he's, uh, he, oh, uh, squints with Wendy Peppercorn. They had like six kids. And, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah, it's a great movie. But they might be remaking that. Yeah, I heard that, or like a don't sequel type thing. Yeah. Don't you don't need anything. And we don't need any movies. Wow, now I'm thinking more. Just as then there was a scary dog because in this one there was supposed to be in the junkyard was supposed to be this. Horrible dog, just like this golden who's rolling yeah. around his back, <laughs> exactly. shaking his body. Like yeah. that dog's not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was yeah. I lo- that was like my uh, dog. That was, that was a nice little couldn't little, hurt you if it tried. <laughs> little element. So, so yeah, that was a great great way to end the movie. And and yeah, I mean it was it's it's quick. Well, well what do you get about the pie eating scene? It, I mean, it's obviously him telling his storytelling ability, but. Uh, I want to say there's something maybe more there. Maybe I'm just reaching here. Well, one, it's just kind of funny. It is funny. Yeah, the projectile blueberry vomit. Yeah, <laughs> everyone starts vomiting. He just wanted revenge. Now that is that the first instance of that? I don't know. If, like of, of yeah, what? I, I know like, I've seen that in, in SNL since. Right. Yeah. 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 I maybe know. It's just I don't a hose know. In, yeah. Someone's face. I mean, I think. Uh, is there a real think, lesson to that? I think uh, Corey Feldman's character saying how. I don't like the ending, you know. It's it's it just. You just go back and kill everybody or whatever. Well, it's got to explain, you know, what 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 happens, and yeah, yeah. so I think that kind of is saying how. Again, how? Yeah, I, I guess it's saying how it's not about the ending; it's about the journey. Like it's not about them finding the the body. Yeah, that was just a MacGuffin. It's it, about the journey getting there. I could see that, and also maybe Lardass. They all kind of feel like Lardass, where everyone looks down on them right, and yeah. thinks they're trash, yeah. and then they're going to find a way to... It's, it's a universal story, I yeah. think. Entertaining. Okay. Good for a kid to come up with. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was entertained by it. It was a nice, yeah, like escape from the actual plot and yeah. just kind of get you... And to you show know. his like creative abilities, because we, yeah. we heard about his stories and how he's a writer, but that's the only example we actually get of him uh, you know, mm-hmm. telling a story. Yeah, exactly. Now, do you think, I want to ask you this, do you think this is a true flashback? He's writing, right? How honest is he about the events? Is this a a true story, or is this a fictionalized story of true events, or pure fiction? That's a good question. Um, 
I'd, I'd say maybe there was elements. I mean, just like, you know, you got to, you know, add more dramatic effect. Maybe the train didn't come as close as, <laughs> as it did to them. Maybe, you know, the yeah. the dog didn't actually chase them or chase him out of the court, out of the junkyard. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, I could see that. I mean, um, but I think he was being mainly, mostly true. Yeah, mostly true. Yeah. What do you think? I think so too. Yeah, I, I want to hope. I, I like to hope so. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want this to be a total writer's fictional account, but I wouldn't think that would make sense anyway, based on what we see in the very opening. Yeah, scene. definitely. Um, but yeah, just like how the, these are all scarred characters, but the, they all have this camaraderie together, and you know, scarred people need help from other scarred people. You know, yeah. it's 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 and especially as kids. You know, you gotta. You, even if you're the weirdo, you friendship is friendship. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's you, you can't beat that. So and I kind of I mean, like this aspect of the Stephen King, where he's really telling adult stories for adults, but through children, child characters. Right. I really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Definitely. This is not um, for kids. <laughs> and and I think I saw something that said like it's almost like. Um, uh, Stephen King is actually the writer in this movie, and it kind of, you know, uh, like semi autobiographical, compa- yeah, or something? semi yeah. a little bit. Interesting. Um, there was a couple tweets we got uh, for this movie um, that I want to read. Let's do it. Um, let's see here. Uh, Ziggy, uh, good old Ziggy from at Mr. Joffrey. Uh, he says, just saw this film for the first time a few weeks ago. Surprised me. So me and him are both uh, new to this. Yep. Uh, he said, loved the weird story about the pie-eating pie <laughs> contest. A uh, really well-done story about a boy who is lucky enough to find friends who understand him. Yeah. Uh, like we we have here on Twitter. Exactly, yeah. Film Twitter, hashtag film Twitter is a great community. Like people yeah. who love movies. Bunch and, of weirdos. Yeah, a bunch of weirdos that just, <laughs> just, just, just love this stuff. So Good stuff there. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it's really just other people. Just oh, we should maybe mention just quickly, not analysis, but the leeches. How'd you feel about that? Yeah, that was <laughs> that was that was interesting. Well, that um, leech was that one he pulled out from his tidy whities was that one had a, was oh, full. That was, whew, yeah, it was nice and bloody. Oh, <laughs> Ow. Ouch, that was. So icky. you think that one had the on um, the frank or the beans? I think they even said it was the it was the beans. Yeah. yeah. No good. Um, P tour vir- at virtual <laughs> underscore parkour says you guys want to see a dead body, um, and I I replied back. I said yes, yes I do. So uh, <laughs> the most obvious question is: Has you have you ever seen a dead body? Have I? No, the other guy. Oh, the the, yeah, the older guy. <laughs> have, have you ever seen a dead body other than a funeral? I don't think so. I think maybe in passing in a traffic problem, but yeah. no. My yeah, my biggest thing was um coming it was a huge traffic jam coming back from Clearwater Beach. Yeah. For people who are familiar, there's a big bridge that what you have to cross. What is the number one beach in the United States? Clearwater Beach? I think so. Voted really? by TripAdvisor oh, for look at that. five years in a row. Anyways, like we were going past, and then we were finally getting past where the accident was. And on the other side of the road, you see a motorcycle like crash. Ugh. And then you go back, and then you see a tarp over a body, and the hand is sticking uh, out of the tarp. Come on, EMT like, people. Yeah. Help, like, help cover us that whole thing. Like, well, that was like... 
Yeah, that was so weird and creepy. So yeah, that uh, I've seen a dead hand. I've seen a dead hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so sorry, I haven't seen a full dead body. Uh, well, good for you because yes. you know. Well, you know, as I was thinking about that, I would just, uh, my guess is that most people have not seen a dead body outside of like as you said, yeah, for a funeral, funeral. Yeah. And I think humans have done a good job of you know keeping that out of our. We don't want to see it because it's highly disturbing. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's got to be traumatic. Yeah, you think of like in the Game of Thrones universe where every you ask that question, they'll like kill you for asking it because it's so fucking obvious. They don't tell you how they shit themselves <laughs> when they die. Exactly. They don't say that in the songs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but everybody so yeah, probably knows it because they've seen it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah. Any other last thoughts on Stand By Me? No, I just really like it. I'm glad we saw it. Um, well, I'm glad you saw it. I'm glad we did it. I think it's a fantastic film. I find it, personally, I find it highly moving. It brings me to tears throughout the film. And, uh, yeah, I love it. Nice. Uh, how would you rate this so, bad boy? Yeah, going back to a couple episodes where we had a little debate here, I am off of half stars. I'm sticking with single stars and single popcorns. No more halvesies. I'm done. I'm moving on. So you, whether or not you're on board, that's up to you. You know, I asked, you said no, and I said, all right, I'm going to go along. Now I'm, I'm blazing my own trail. I'm going to give this thing four solid stars and two buckets of popcorn. Wow. So you're just abandoning uh, yeah, the path. I'm leaving you behind. Why? Why? Well, I think it maybe makes me, let's stop being so wishy-washy here. Let's be, if it's between three or four, you got to make a decision, man. You can't just go three and a half, you know. And it also lets, it gives us, a little bit of leniency on the backside where I can give something a five star. Maybe the five star doesn't have to be the greatest movie ever. Maybe I can give some, you know, maybe get a little bit more there, and especially for popcorn as well. So, all right. Well, like you said, I can't give it three and a half stars, but I give this film uh, three and a half stars. <laughs> and what was your uh, what, what was your popcorn? Uh, two. Two? Yeah. Why? Uh, well, I think, I don't know. Well, Sorry, it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I think more, I, uh, more quality. Even though the length is short, which helps, um, but it's not like, uh, it's not pure popcorn. I mean, you don't like, like I'm not going to give a popcorn for the amount of times I cry. You know, okay. that, that's more yeah. on the star side. Does um, that make more sense? Definitely. I give this three and a half stars, but if we're going by your rules, I would give it three stars. If we're going full Z's, I would lean more towards three than four. That's fine. Go for it. But I'm going three and a half stars because I don't abide by your rules of your own. That's your own rules. Three and a half stars and three buckets of popcorn. Excellent. Because uh, I, I was I was entertained. I was engaged the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hour and a half long. A little Perfect less length. than an hour and a half long. Um, Love it. I so, wish every movie was eighty five minutes. I know, right? <laughs> that was the same. I, I finally films. watched Fellowship of the Ring. That took two and a, two oh three hours. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, it, it was tough. So that's funny because. My daughter can't find her blankie. <laughs> well, it's, it's Hold gotta, on, Brielle. Two, two, two minutes. That's, <laughs> that's definitely in the room. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Why? Uh, the I love. It was funny because I'm definitely anti you know movie length stuff, but I love Lord of the Rings, and I can I think I mentioned this probably five times by now. But the uh, extended two towers is four hours, 55 minutes. And it doesn't feel long. I mean, you have to can't, it's you can't th- watch it in it's one. Three season. hours, 55 minutes. Oh, sorry to correct you. The extended. Um, yeah, the extended. Okay. Cause I just did that. And then I was like, 
I'm not doing that. I need to watch the theatrical, <laughs> oh, and that's like three hours. Oh, it's okay. So I got it wrong. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's long, long. But so you and you you enjoy the three hours twenty five fifty five minutes. Is it worth it? It is for even for a first time watcher. Well, it's if you're hooked on the first one and you want more, yeah, we'll just do it. Does I mean, it, if you're watching it in in steps, yes, just, just do it. I mean, if, if you're putting it over four or five, just instead of four nights, make it five nights. It's worth your time. <sighs> Fine, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll, I'll see what the, the two I towers decide. is probably um, my favorite. So yeah, three th- yes. three and a half stars, three buckets of popcorn for Stand by Me. Rob Reiner, nineteen eighty six. Yeah, glad I finally saw this movie. I'd like you to make a good one in this century. <laughs> <laughs> a good what? Oh, movie, Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner yeah. yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I think he's done. Um, just quit. Um, just on Twitter right. yelling at Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's really Is that the that only thing I know about him recently. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that is it. Uh, you can follow Dave at Dave underscore Quist. I am at BC Cord. Follow our show at Blockbuster Cast. Send us tweets. Let us know what you thought of Stand By Me. For Dave. I'm Ben, ben. <laughs> and as no always, ways. grab some, some popcorn, popcorn. Grab, grab some, some snacks. snacks, we'll, we'll catch, catch you guys, guys at the, the movies. movies. <laughs>